Good morning, my fellow ballers. Welcome back to another episode of Ballin' with Tyler Todd. Eww. On today's episode, we strictly just have baseball. A quick little article from Bleacher Report. So obviously, if you don't know, the MLB is in a lockdown sec- section right now. So basically, no trades, no contracts, no signings, nothing. No, no guys can report, make calls, anything, because something is going on with like the big like the big owners and like MLB in general, they couldn't come to like an agreement with something in the players. So now they're on lockdown. So literally like five days ago, you know, Corey Seager signing a $300 million deal. And then, you know, days later, oh yeah, MLB is no longer happening anymore. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bizarre. But the reason why I'm doing this article or talking about this article is because it's very interesting. It's a wish list of players after return from the MLB lockout. So what teams basically want to do after the lockout is over and what guys they can possibly go out and get. So I'm going to do just the National League. So first we have the National League East in Atlanta. So the first part of their wish list, and I'm going to say this too, this is an article. So none of this is mine. This is just an article, but I want to read from it because it's awesome. So I don't take credit for any of this, but just reading from little tidbits. It's awesome because it's really interesting because a lot of guys are still available on the market. So first is Atlanta. First player on the list for their wish list is obviously re-signing Freddie Freeman. I mean, he's one of the best players the franchise has ever had. Duh. Next on the list is right. So each team's going to have three wish lists, and I'm only doing the National League. So each team has three potential wish list trades or signings. Next for the Braves is right-handed pitcher Zach Greinke. This depends on his willingness to pitch another year and how much Atlanta can offer, but there's a spot for a pitcher with his credentials in the back end of its rotation. He's obviously very good. Next on the list is right fielder D.H. Jorge Soler. The National League is almost certain to get the D.H. on a permanent basis in the next CBA, which would give Atlanta an excuse to bring back bring back its reigning World Series MVP. And they already brought, they brought back Duvall recently, so they got half the outfield back there. Obviously, we know Acuna is coming back, and he's going to be a brave for life, so... It's looking good for the Braves. Next team is the Miami Marlins. Left fielder Kyle Schwarber is the first on their list. He reportedly appeals to the Marlins as they seek another outfielder per Barry Jackson and Craig Mish of the Miami Herald and would indeed fit well as a left-handed counterpart for the newly signed Avisel Garcia. Second person on the list is Nick Castellanos. The Miami area native is another slugger who's been on the Marlins' radar per Fox Sports' John Paul Morosi, and the arrival of the DH would give them just the spot they would need to hide his notoriously iffy glove. And lastly, at third, the right-handed pitcher Adam Odovino. He's been up and down over the last two seasons, yet he is a potentially affordable candidate for what seems like an open closer's role. Next team on the list is the New York Mets. First player on their trade block is third baseman outfielder Chris Bryant. It seems like he's eternally on the Mets' radar and is again, per Heyman, and they have a spot for him as a regular third baseman who can also platoon with Brandon Nimmo in right field. Left-handed pitcher Yusei Kikuchi, he's another player of interest to the Mets, according to SNY's Andy Martino, as the team needs somebody in its rotation who isn't a major injury risk. And lastly, left-handed pitcher Jake Diekman, he's a reliable bat-misser who'd fit well in a Mets bullpen that needs a southpaw. So that's the NL East. Oh, actually, excuse me, got one more team, the Philadelphia Phillies. Again, we're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of the same names being circulated through all the teams' wish list trades and signees. So Philadelphia Phillies, again, we see at the first spot Nick Castellanos for them. Dave Dombrowski is reportedly keen on reuniting with Castellanos per Morosi. He would presumably take the DH route to being a right-handed complement to NL MVP Bryce Harper. Again, at second we see Bri- uh, we see Chris Bryant on the list. Alternatively, 
It might it might not be out of the question that Dombrowski will finally unite Harper with his longtime friend, who'd also been an upgrade over Alec Bohm at third base. Yeah, just give Bohm some time. He's a solid player. And lastly, shortstop Trevor Story. Whether they need him is debatable, but it would make sense for the Phillies to pounce on him if his post-lockout market collapses. And then lastly, the Washington Nationals. Infielder, outfielder Jonathan Villar, first on the list. He is the closest thing the market has left to Chris Taylor, who was on Washington's radar before he re-signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Second player, right-handed pitcher David Robertson. After a successful late-season stint with the Rays, the veteran could be turned into a trade chip if the Nats give him a chance to close. And then lastly, right-handed pitcher Archie Bradley. Basically the same idea as the one above. Yeah, late-season action, veteran, yeah, just could be a trade piece to get younger guys. It's pretty much what they do with those older guys nowadays anymore. Now, moving on to the National League Central, we got some solid teams in here as well. The Cubs, the first team on the list, left-handed pitcher Matthew Boyd. Even though his stock has fallen over the last two years, he'd still be another good addition to the rotation after newcomers Marcus Stroman and Wade Miley. Next on the list, Kyle Schwarber. It doesn't sound like he has hard feelings about being non-tendered last winter, so perhaps he'd come back to provide some left-handed thump in the middle of their order. And lastly, Trevor Story. Rather than aggressively chase him as a solution at shortstop, the Cubs are more so in a position to be opportunistic in the event that his market deflates after the lockout. That would be cool to see him in a Cubs uni. Next team on the list is the Cincinnati Reds. First player on the list is Jorge Soler. It doesn't sound like they want to spend money, but he could work as a cheaper replacement for Castellanos if they try to contend in 2022. Left-handed pitcher Brett Anderson. Similarly, he could be a low-cost fit for Miley in the Reds' rotation. And lastly, right-handed pitcher Alex Colome. Cincinnati's bullpen actually stabilized toward the end of the 2021 season, yet he still suits the team as an intriguing bounce-back candidate after a lost season. Next team is the Milwaukee Brewers. First player on the list is D.H. Nelson Cruz. The Brewers got 30 homer power when they acquired Hunter Renfro, yet Cruz could be so much more for their needy offense if they signed him to be their everyday DH. Next on the list is first baseman Anthony Rizzo. If Milwaukee would rather upgrade over Rowdy Telez at first base, Rizzo, Rizzo is likely more within its price range than Freeman. And lastly, not to get mistaken with Corey Seager, but his brother Kyle, Kyle Seager provided that the Brewers could sell him on a move across the diamond because he would be sick at third base. Next team is the Pittsburgh Pirates. First player on the list is, is Padre Tommy Pham. With openings on either side of center field, the Pirates can offer him plenty of playing time and a potential avenue to a contender if he rebuilds his trade value. Next player is Corey Dickerson. They could just as easily take the aforementioned route with Dickerson, an old friend who, gener who generally hits when he's healthy. He played for the Giants this year, actually had some pretty solid at-bats and a solid presence when he played. And lastly is right-handed pitcher Richard Rodriguez. He is another old friend who could possibly be rehabbed into a trade candidate. Next next team on the list is the St. Louis Cardinals. First is Trevor Story. It sounds like they aren't necessarily seeking a shortstop, but Story could provide some needed stability there if his market allows for an opportunistic signing. Next player is Martin Perez. The rotation would look better with at least one more back-end candidate, and his pitch-to-contact style fits well with their excellent defense. And lastly, infielder-outfielder Josh Harrison. Just because the utility guy who brings energy to the field seems like the kind of player they need on their bench. So that is for the NL Central. Now, lastly, my favorite division in baseball, the NL West. The first team we have in the NL West is the Arizona Diamondbacks. First player on their radar is Joe Kelly. Their bullpen needs a needed a closer with Mark Lanson bona fide. It also requires the kind of gas that Kelly can provide. 
Next player on the list, I mean, every player on their list is all pitchers. So next pitcher is Hunter Strickland. The same goes for Strickland, though the separating factor with him is that he is actually of interest to Arizona. And lastly is Hansel Robles. Following his late-season course correction in Boston, he's another hard thrower who could fit in Arizona. Next team is the Colorado Rockies. First, again, on literally everyone's wish list is Chris Bryant. No one player will fix the Rockies' heavily flawed offense, but Bryant is probably the best possible hope of being that guy as the club reached out to his camp per MLB.com's Mark Feinsand. Next player is left fielder Eddie Rosario. He'd fill a need in left field, and his line drive stroke would play well at Coors Field. And lastly, Jock Peterson. That would actually be pretty interesting. He's yet another former Atlanta star whose left-handed bat is needed in Colorado. Next team, PU, the Los Angeles Dodgers. First player on their list, obviously, is Clayton Kershaw. Especially now that Max Scherzer is gone, there's that much more pressure on the Dodgers to bring back the greatest pitcher they've ever had. Next player, Freddie Freeman. You'll see on the Dodgers list because they can afford everybody. It's all three like MVP-type players that pretty much no one else can afford. Next is Freddie Freeman. The Southern California native would push Max Muncy into an opening at second base, and word is that Dodgers players just plain want him per Heyman. And lastly, shortstop Carlos Correa. Just how Dodgers would would it just how Dodgers would it be if they salvaged a disappointing offseason by scooping up the best player on the open market at the last minute? But you're just asking for trouble if Correa shows up in a Dodgers uniform. LA's not going to accept him, especially after that cheating scandal and all the players. Some of the players are on that team. How would you want to play with that guy? I wouldn't. Next, my San Diego Padres. First play on their list is Nick Castellanos. He interests the Padres per Nightingale, and San Diego could find everyday playing time for his big bat in either corner outfield spot or at DH. Again on the list, at second, Chris Bryant. He's not as good of a fit given that Manny Machado occupies his best position, but it's hard to fault the Padres for the interest Heyman reported they showed. And lastly, right-handed pitcher Kenley Jansen. Replacing Melanson would be maybe more luxury than necessity, but signing Jansen away from the Dodgers would be a heck of a way to do it. And the last team on the list is the San Francisco Giants. Again, showing up again, right fielder Nick Castellanos, first player on their list. He's precisely the kind of right-handed thumper they need in their lineup, and it sounds like they know it, as Mercy reported they have interest in him. Next, left-handed pitcher Carlos Rondon. Even after re-signing Anthony Descafani and Alex Wood and signing Alex Cobb, the Giants still need a top-of-the-rotation starter to account for Kevin Gosman's exit. And then lastly, shortstop Trevor Story. If either he or Brandon Crawford were willing to move off shortstop, he could also be the right-handed bat the Giants need if they want to make a play on him. And that is it, folks. Those are all some pretty amazing trades. Wishlist trades seriously would be pretty interesting to see actually any of these teams do these moves. But with that being said, I know it's a very short episode. I got a lot of stuff to do today. But thank you once again for tuning in for Ballin' with Tyler Todd. I have been your host, Tyler Todd. I will see you all again on Friday for episode 84. Peace.